you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. Every year at about this time, my wife and I start watching weather forecasts more closely because we always get excited when that first legitimate cool front rolls in. We're just sick and tired of the hot, humid weather. Heck, we all are, right? I mean, I wouldn't trade our hot, humid summers for those ridiculously long, frigid winters that people in Ohio and Michigan and Wisconsin endure every year. I think I've told you before, I lived through one of those kinds of winters. What was it, 50 years ago when I was stationed in Korea as a member of the Army? I vowed then that I would never, ever live north of the Mason-Dixon line, and I've kept that vow over the rest of my life. We did live in San Francisco for a year, but that's not the same thing as New York or Boston or Chicago, and I've had several job offers in those kinds of places, but I turned them all down. Flat. Nope. Not this boy. (laughs) I'd had all that freeze-your-face-off weather I ever wanted while I was in Seoul, South Korea, thank you very much. And I'll take sweat and swimming pools over sleet and snow six days a week and twice on Sunday. But but at the same time, this most recent little cool snap has been delightfully refreshing, hasn't it? My wife kept calling it a cold front, but I would continually correct her and say, it's cool front, baby, not a cold front. Last February, when the pipes froze and the landscaping all died, that was cold front. This is a cool front. She wasn't having any of it. (laughs) She kept repeating, I'm going with a cold front, and I don't care what you or anybody else says. As far as I'm concerned, it's a cold front. I must admit, I admire her dogged tenacity, her unflinching dedication to the myth. (laughs) But the facts still remain, our temperatures didn't drop more than about eh, 10 or 15 degrees below what we normally experience before the cold, uh, cool front. (laughs) However, the lower humidity was like a breath of fresh air, wasn't it? I walked out to the mailbox late Wednesday afternoon and I thought to myself, now this is when the people up north hate us because it's still pleasant up there right now. But when the first real cold front comes along, it's still going to be in the 60s and 70s down here in Texas, but it'll be in the 30s and 40s in New York and Boston and Chicago. No, not this boy. I'll go skiing in Colorado once in a while, but I'll come back to Texas for the rest of the winter. As a matter of fact, I was talking with one of my voiceover students who lives in Pennsylvania this past week, and I was telling him about this show. He said, well, how do you do a show about outdoor cooking during the winter? (laughs) I kind of chuckled just like that under my breath. And I said, you ain't from around here, are you, boy? (laughs) When he asked what I meant by that, I said, you guys pack away your grills in the wintertime because if you left them out in the snow, they'd rust, right? He said, yeah, pretty much. And I laughed. Snow in Texas is about one to two inches deep every five to ten years, so our outdoor cookers stay on our patios year-round. Then I told him what I grilled up for our last Super Bowl party, (laughs) and he grumbled something about it being insufferably hot in the summertime. So I responded, yep, that's why we dig holes in our backyards and fill them up full of water. When he didn't laugh, I added, the great state of Texas, where we even air condition our outhouses. There was a long pause on the other end of the line, and he asked, Do you really? I said, No, but only because we don't have outhouses anymore. Yeah, I know it's hard for you Yankees to believe, but we really do have indoor plumbing down here these days. The level of delusion that most Northerners have about Texas is downright stunning sometimes. And I've had several of them actually believe me when I told them that I did indeed ride a horse to work every day. <laughs> But, wow, hasn't this break from the heat been wonderful? It's even inspired me to look for some little outdoor jobs that needed to be done around the house just so I'd have an excuse to get outdoors. On the other hand, I don't ever need an excuse to get out on the patio and burn a cow or a pig or a chicken or a fish. And that's what the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show is all about. 
year-round, you New Yorkers and Bostonians and Chicagoites. Is that right? If you think what I grilled up for the Super Bowl party was impressive, just wait till you see what I cook up for the World Series, you jealous Yankees. Not that they'll care about the World Series because the Yankees won't be there. <laughs> yeah, Yankees fans will still be booing the Astros during the World Series because they won't have any other reason to make noise. They won't be in it. Oh, I guess they still have a shot, but a guy can dream, can't he? And that brings up another subject I want to touch on today, the Astros. Do you realize if the Astros get back to the American League Championship Series again this year, they will have played in the ALCS every year for five years in a row. That is a phenomenal run of success. Very few teams have achieved that. And yes, I realize they only have one World Series championship to show for it, but that's one more than the Yankees have had in the last decade. We Houstonians have a lot of reasons to be thankful for the Astros, and I've gotten to the point that I couldn't give two horse apples about how much the opposing fans boo them every time they play a road game. In fact, I think it's kind of galvanized this team overall. I don't have any inside info to prove it, but I feel like Dusty Baker pulled this team together back in spring training and said to him, look guys, we're going to go back into stadiums with stands full of people, so we know the fans are going to start booing us mercilessly every night. So what? Let's shut them up by putting an old-fashioned Texas beatdown on the home team, huh? And how many times have we seen the Astros do just exactly that? Sometimes, heck, Several times, they've won in the last few innings of games that people in New York and Boston and even L.A. were just convinced they had our boys on the ropes. When Jose Altuve or Carlos Correa or Alex Bregman step into the box and the fans in Anaheim or Seattle or Oakland start booing them, I yell at the TV, Keep booing them, you morons! It only makes them mad! <laughs> And invariably, one of those guys dings one into the parking lot to put the game out of reach while my wife and I laugh out loud and high-five each other. Yeah, these are really special days for Astros fans. And we've got to embrace the role our hometown heroes are playing literally every time they play a road game. And what about those young guns in the outfield? What a pleasant surprise they've been, huh? I mean... We expect big things from Altuve and Correa and Bregman and even Yuli Gurriel, but who could have foreseen Jake Myers and Chaz McCormick and Jose Siri? Well, apparently the Astros did. That's why they let George Springer go to the Blue Jays. And believe me, there was nobody who was more upset about losing Springer than I was at the time. But time has proven me wrong, right? Whoa, that was confusing. Sorry. <laughs> But seriously, I thought the Astros had made a huge mistake when they let Springer get away. But he's been injured and fairly unproductive for most of the year. Now, to be fair, James Click and Dusty Baker didn't know that he would be so ineffective, but they did know they had Myers, McCormick, and Siri down on the farm, and those three guys have been very productive up in the bigs, as they say. My son Derek and I were talking about this very thing just last weekend, right after the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show's last installment, and he said something very profound, not at all unusual for my boy. He said that the Astros have earned a level of trust with him that the other two pro franchises in town simply have not. The Astros have made a number of moves in the last few years that have made it possible for them to have this current run in the playoffs, so Derek says he's willing to give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to allowing superstars like Springer to slip away. And they're going to face another decision very similar to that at the end of this season when Carlos Correa hits the free agent market. I've been one of Correa's biggest supporters. In fact, Every time he's made a big play or he's come up with a clutch hit, I've been the first one to scream, pay the man. But now I'm starting to have second thoughts about all that. I'm beginning to think maybe my son is right, and maybe we should all just calm down about Carlos Correa or any other Astros star who might be headed to some other team to make a lot more money. After all, this club has shown the ability to plug all those holes and keep on winning in the past, so why would we doubt they can do it again? I don't know. What I do know is I've burned up the entire monologue talking about sports again, and the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show waits for no man, uh, not even the host. 
So let's move on to the subject of good food and how to shop for it. Hey, you gotta start with a good steak to grill a good steak or eat a good steak or a nice cut of fish or anything else, right? Besides, I've got to start planning the menu for my World Series watching party, don't I? If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas, but they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. Well, it's time for our second cup of coffee. 
So let's share it with our dear friend and the Sultan of Seafood. It's Dave Fremont of Boyd's One Stop at the base of the Texas City Dyke. How are you, oh exalted one? <laughs> Hello there, grill father. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing just wonderful, man. I'm telling you, this uh, this uh, cooler weather. It's not quite what we'd call cool yet, but you know, you can already tell in the evening. It's just a little different. It's just yeah, just a tiny bit different. I guess it's because the daylight is less. Uh, but but I always notice that when I'm out on the waterfront, that uh, you can just feel a change in the air, and I don't know. It may be gas. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it makes me makes me feel better. Actually, a more appropriate title for this guy might be Dr. Dave. <laughs> if there ever was a guy who had an advanced degree in the study of fishing, it's Dave Fremont. <laughs> when did your obsession with drowning worms begin, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... Years ago, before everything got so commercialized, fishing was an inexpensive way for a dad to get his kids out of the house to do something that might even be productive, you know? <laughs> so he got them out there and he taught them a little bit about fishing. Uh -huh. And then the next thing you know, they're, they're hauling in some stuff. And besides an old work boot or a steering wheel or something, they actually pulling in something good to eat. <laughs> and, uh, and so that, that's kind of how it turned out. My dad had us three boys and if I knew we were going to go fishing the next day, I couldn't sleep all night. It's kind of like, Kind of, it's kind of like doing this interview with you. Oh. When I know I'm going to be doing this interview, I can't sleep the night before. <laughs> it's just too exciting. Well, I'm sorry that we've given you a bad case of insomnia, Doc. Physician, heal thyself. <laughs> but anyway, Boyd's One Stop was originally a bait shop. But over the years, it grew into this huge seafood purveyor. Kind of walk us through the history, briefly, of Boyd's One Stop as it grew from a simple little bait shop into what it is today. To me, it's still a, it's still a bait camp. Uh, we, we called them bait camps because originally that's what they were. They're actually a camp where somebody lived there most of the time, and they may have a little old shrimp boat or something. They'd go out and catch bait, and they'd build a live well, and they'd try to keep some live bait there, but most of the time it'd be dead bait. And so it was a bait camp. Uh, uh, Boyd's One Stop became a bait camp uh, in the mid-60s. Uh, Gene Boyd uh, got the idea that's what he wanted to have. There were a few out there, but the hurricanes had been... You build them, and then the hurricanes take them away. And so he yeah. he had a spot uh, picked out to to uh, remodel and turned it into into a bait camp. And then he uh, slowly made it bigger. He would invest into it. He started dealing with live bait, live shrimp, live mullet. Um, and then he started pushing more seafood uh, during the off times when fishing might not be quite so good. And he would start pushing uh, uh, table shrimp and, and fish. And it just kind of evolved like that. And then, and then people wanted tackle. So reached out and started buying more and more tackle to hang up on the wall, built a few more walls and, in order to be able to do it. And uh, just kind of slowly evolved it into being uh, a bait camp. Uh, seafood and now uh, Cajun Grill into a, a really neat business. And then Jason Cogburn took it over uh, years later, and Jason's had it almost 20 years now, and he brought in the crawfish. And we've got a tremendous business now about six, seven months out of the year. So that's kind of how it all lined out. Randy. So what prompted you to go to work for Boyd's one stop? Was it just because you love fishing so much? Well, I like fishing. I love fishing as you, as you know, because of my dad instilling it in us. And we lived right across the street from Gene Boyd who opened up that bait camp. So, um, he came over one day and I was about 14, I think. And he's a big old burly dude. Uh, and he says, hey, boy, he says, you want to go work for me? I'll pay you a dollar an hour, and I'll work you to death. And I, that was like, that was like, I was like hitting the lottery, Randy, I'm telling you. I mean, I, that, a, a dollar an hour back then. But but the deal was, when he slid that, that phrase, I'll work you to death, he wasn't lying. I'm telling you. <laughs> he got he got every penny's worth out of this little old guy, but he taught me 
tons of stuff about business and he taught me a lot of things about how to treat people you have got to get out there and make those customers happy and so i did i worked hard and i, I like doing it with people and finally i had people at the counter that would ask for me i may be in the back working on something but they'd say no i want that little skinny guy uh, back there to, to wait on me so then so then Gene, Gene called me back and he says, hey, I need to talk to you. I think we might have a problem. I said, what? And he goes, are you giving stuff away? Are you giving these customers? I said, no. Why are you saying that for? They want you or anybody else. And I said, well, Mr. Boyd, that's, that's because you told me to be the best that I can be to, to make them feel good. And, and that's, that's what I'm doing. He says, well, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, that's how that's how that worked, and I I stayed there until I started going to junior college, and I could never never stop fishing and never quit going down there, even though it changed hands a few times. And then after I retired from thirty seven years out at the old stinky refineries, Jason asked me, he says, "Hey man, I sure wish you'd come aboard with me and 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 do the social media stuff and and advertise." And I went, "Okay, that sounds fun. What social media and advertising?" <laughs> I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. He said, "He said, he said, you know, Facebook." I said, "What? What's that?" And and, and so it was a it was a big deal. I lo I love the guy. I still do. So I jumped on the idea of of learning some more stuff and not just dying on the vine after I retired at the refinery. And so now that's been going on for eight nine years, something like that, uh, Randy. And I, I just love every minute of it. Well, that means that Dave doesn't actually go down into the fresh seafood market and sell shrimp, but he does love to eat that shrimp. Shrimp has always been one of your favorites, and Boyd One Stop is the live shrimp capital of Texas. So tell us, where do you guys get all that shrimp anyway? It comes out of the water. It comes, <laughs> it comes right out of that big old bunch of water. Uh, you, you've seen it when you go to the beach. I know you've seen it. <laughs> Seagulls be pooping in it and everything. Don't hurt it a bit. Doesn't hurt it a bit. But but we get our shrimp uh, out of Galveston Bay if, if we're using it for bait shrimp because most of the time the shrimp are a little bit smaller. Not always, but uh, the, the, the guys can go out in the morning. They can catch some uh, live shrimp for us, and then they'll have some bycatch. Or some, they'll have some that will be dead. Sometimes the laws only let you have so much live or so much dead for each trip. And then we also buy from the offshore trawlers, those big boats that you'll see if you go out there on the beachfront, and especially with binoculars, you can see those big old trawlers, and they, they got these big old arms on each side where all of the cables and the boards hang off in the nets, and they go out there for days and days at a time, and they get those big uh, 912s, what we call the U10s, these big colossal shrimp, white shrimp, and then they're seasonal. Sometimes the brown shrimp move in. It's the live shrimp capital of Texas, Boyd's One Stop. So how do we get there, Dave? Just come on down. Just get on whatever kind of thing you look at to find out an address, and, and you'll find us at 227 Dyke Road. We're on the Texas City Dyke. Easy to find. You just come down I-45, uh, if that's the way you make it down towards Texas City, or up 45 if you're down around Galveston Way or so, and then just turn eastbound on uh, 1764. Stay on it, head eastbound until you can't go anymore. That's Bay Street, and the Texas City Dyke entrance is about a hundred yards from there great fishing bull reds are, are being caught all up and down the rocks right now uh some of them are uh, perfect size for uh, uh half shell uh, grill them on a half shell but uh guys just love wrestling these big bull reds they they will get up to about 40 to 45 inches long weighing anywhere from around 30 to 35 pounds so there's a lot of fun to catch so what's your website website boys one stop.com facebook boys one stop he's the sultan of seafood we bow to kiss your ring oh great one <laughs> all the best to you and billy and all the fine folks at boys one stop and all the best to the girl father stay patient dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break 
Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original All Spas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Hames to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data SIM with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data SIMs. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a complete computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. So long as we're conferring titles today... Here is our executive producer, our favorite foodie, and the eternal Aggie. It's Greg Burlocker. Start us out with a whoop, Greg. Whoop! How are you, Randy? I'm good, I'm good. I guess you Aggies are really encouraged with that 3-0 start for your football team, right? We are. It was, uh, I gotta tell you, my heart kind of took a jump when our quarterback went down here at the second series of, uh, the second game, but uh, he came came back and had a great game, and real proud of the team, and really looking forward to this week with uh, with Arkansas. 
Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. First, I want to ask you about those national rankings. You're fifth in one poll, seventh in the other. But I do feel like A&M would be ranked even higher if you hadn't struggled so much with Colorado. Did that have to do with the quarterback going down? Uh, I think part of it is. Uh, I think Colorado is a really good team that probably is flying under the radar. Uh, that a lot of people said, oh, no, they're not very good. And that's, they're wrong. <laughs> it's a really good team. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, Nick Calzada just really struggled in that game. And, you know, if, if you're going to blame anybody, don't blame him. Blame the coaches. You know, they should have had him ready. And, you know, he was completely off the mark and it, it took him two, three quarters to really settle down. And then all of a sudden he started delivering passes like he did in this last game. Well, obviously the other two games were body bags, Kent State and New Mexico. Aggie should stop them, but you're going to face that much more formidable opponent you mentioned a moment ago, Arkansas. What do you think is going to happen? Man, it, it, uh, we beat them 11 times now in a row. And, you know, one of these days, our luck's going to run out. And uh, every one of those games has been close. So I expect A&M to win, but I don't expect the game to be a, uh, won by a large margin. It's, it's going to be a, a good game as always. I think the Hogs are overrated, personally. I believe you guys are going to handle them with relative ease. Piggy's got a lot of respect for beating the horns, but UT's a paper tiger until they prove otherwise. I think they're overrated, too, just like they are every year. Exactly. I'm just not sold on Arkansas, and I think the Ags are going to have their way with them, especially in the second half, so good luck to you. Well, it's always fun to talk college football with another fanatic like Greg, but food is the focus of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, and Greg is actually here as the spokesperson for the Belleville Meat Market. You asked me earlier if you could talk about hunting season, right? Yep. So go. It's, it is absolutely the best time of the year. You've got football, you've got hunting, all the more reason to go to Belleville Meat Market. So, gosh, uh, javelina season's open now. You've got mule deer and pronghorn coming up in, in, uh, later this fall. And we're, I don't know, about, what, five weeks away yeah. or so from, from, from rifle season. So uh, in a couple of weeks from archery season. So just what a great time to be outdoors, Randy. And then, of course, there's this terrible uh, conundrum we're in. It's like, do I hunt or do I fish? Because yeah. you can be out <laughs> all day long on the lake or the bay. And it's just, you know, it's just a wonderful time to be outdoors. No matter what kind of trophies our hunters bag, they're always going to be looking for a good way to process that meat into food that they can take home and cook for a good meal. And that brings up the subject of the wild game processing plant at the Belleville Meat Market. What can hunters in our audience expect when they arrive at the plant in Belleville? Well, uh, if you've never been there, it's easy to find. It's about 15 minutes north of Sealy and about uh, 15 minutes south of Hempstead. So it's extremely easy to find right in the middle of town off Highway 36. Um, Belleville Meat Market has grown so much that they've actually put in a dedicated facility uh, across the street. It's dedicated to processing. And in the fall, it's dedicated to processing wild game. They process wild game all year long, but this is really their busy season. They have a tracking system to make sure that you get the meat you brought in. Uh, So many small game processors tend to dump things into a big hopper and whatever comes out, that's what everybody gets. Well, if someone takes care of their wild game from the field, it's going to be a better product. Uh, You need to chill that carcass down and and, uh, not leave it out in the sun and things like that. It's just going to taste better. So to make sure that you get your game back, Belleville Meat Market has invested heavily in a, in a tracking system to make sure every single deer carcass that's entered into their system is tracked all the way through and every single step of the way. So they have tremendous quality control to make sure you get your meat back uh, that you brought in. And then, of course, then they have a computerized system to track all of your uh, details about your order. If you like a certain blend of spices, or if you mix certain ingredients, gosh, I think there's over 80,000 different combinations of different ingredients. So if you like um, a little bit more black pepper this year than what you put in last year, you might want to go from 
1% to 2%. Or if you want jalapeno, jalapeno cheese, green onions, all of those sorts of uh, flavors are available to mix into your order as well as uh, seasoning. And of course, one thing that, that really sets them apart is the detail to packaging. You're going to go out and harvest this animal and you're going to have a great processor do all this uh, uh, great work. And the worst thing that could happen is it could go bad in the freezer mm-hmm. with freezer burn or things like that. So they actually, uh, uh, Marcus and, and Jared, spend a lot of time on the small details. And so they vacuum pack all of their smoked products. They actually shrink wrap, which is a version of vacuum packing that's even more robust, uh, all of the smoke products. And that gives you a longer lifetime in the uh, in the freezer. And then for things that are wrapped in butcher paper, they don't put things into a tube, which is a very inexpensive packaging method, but it's not real friendly in the freezer. So they put all of the hamburger meat, the chili meat, uh, things like that. If it's ground product, pan sausage, uh, they flatten it out into a patty and then they, they wrap it with paper. So it stacks flat. So you get uh, a full uh, use of your freezer. And it's just those small details that make Belleville such a popular destination. And of course, They've got new things. I always tease uh, uh, Marcus about being the mad scientist. Um, <laughs> he 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 comes up with such wonderful flavors. You know, uh, Belleville Meat Market won an award when Sweet Chipotle uh, that that flavor uh, was introduced, and it was uh, they were recognized statewide by the uh, industry uh, meat association. So they won an award for that, and he has got, I don't know, 50, maybe 100 different flavors locked up in his, his mind. Good grief. Oh, gosh. The guy's a genius when it comes to flavor profiles and things like that. Well, this year, they've introduced two new things. Um, on uh, For venison, if you have uh, new fresh sausage made, uh, they have a new flavor called rosemary parmesan. Ooh. And uh, just fantastic. And then... Uh, on your pan sausage, they do a version of that called rosemary maple. And, you know, of course, it's just like these are incredible flavors. And then, of course, if you do wild hog on your fresh sausage, they can make things called boarwurst. And then they have a, a rosemary parmesan sausage on wild hog as well. And, of course, that's, you know, uh, new flavors. And I just run the gamut is that, you know, if, 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 uh, uh, I can't ever make up my mind. What's the mix? You can have smoked sausage, <laughs> fresh sausage, summer sausage, hamburger, breakfast links, you know? And of course, then like you got to have some tamales thrown in there, you know, <laughs> but, uh, one of the things, uh, and, and you know about the, the, the stuffed pork, uh, tenderloins. Now they have the smoked, uh, uh, strap. Uh, you can get those plain or peppered. And you can actually get a stuffed bacon-wrapped backstrap. Mm. Uh, and it's just like all of these things are just to die for. So tell us, Greg, how do we get to the Belleville Meat Market? Well, it's about 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36, and it's about 15 minutes south of Hempstead. And uh, so if you're bringing your, your deer back from, you know, uh, somewhere out west off, off I-10 or uh, coming down 290, just take that short detour. And you'll be in Belleville in a, in a flash. What's their website? It's www.bellevillemeatmarket.com. And their phone number is 979-865-5782. Good luck to your Aggies today, Greg. And all the best to Sally, by the way. Oh, thanks so much, Randy. Good to talk to you. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. 
At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. I've been looking forward to this conversation literally all week because I know he's got some great observations to make. Say hello to my old Hudson and Harrigan radio partner, Fred Olson. Hey, pal, how you been? Hey, uh, great. You want to know my observation? Sure. It's a football observation. Okay. We're in a race to the bottom. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about something a little more uplifting, okay? Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about food, yeah. Well, let's talk about the weather first. You were the one who mentioned cooler weather a few weeks ago, and now the cooler weather is here, so what do you think? I think that for once, the weather guys were right. You know, we, you know when you and I were on the Hudson Harrigan show all those years, we had Joe Bastardi, we had the Weather Channel guys, and they'd come on every single day. Yep. They were great. Mm -hmm. And they would say, hey, guess what? We really can't predict more than three days in the future. <laughs> now, this is this is some time ago now, but but he said, we, nobody really knows past like a 72-hour window. I'm pretty sure he told us that. Yep. So it's just all really kind of a, 
you know, previous uh, years, what happened in that month and that day and that time. So anyway, they, they nailed this one, man. It's just beautiful. And I, I dragged the propane heater out of the barn, put it on the front porch just for those cool mornings, and I'm ready. Of course, it's not necessarily a lot cooler, but anything's better than 95 degrees and 90% humidity, am I right? <laughs> well, you think about this, though. this has been one of the mildest summers we've ever had, and other people have been burning up, they've been literally burning up, and, but for us, 95, 97, I mean, that's, we, were, we, we would hit months where, look it up, I think we'd have 100 degrees every day, and, and no rain, and just windy, and horrible so it's been a pretty darn good summer i'll take it i'll take one like this next year actually i have to admit that the cooler temperatures kind of inspired me to get outside and and do a couple of chores that i'd been putting off during the dog days how about you well i've got so many that <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a i've got a chart that you know years ago robert b mcintyre had a great system he would put all the chores write each one down on a piece of paper then he'd put it in a jar, he'd, you know, fold it up, put it in a jar. And then when he felt he had to do something, he'd reach in and whichever one he pulled out, <laughs> he had to do it. <laughs> and I'm going, I don't know if I have that kind of strength. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit it, but even as we speak this Saturday morning, it's starting to get a little warmer again. You know, the predicted high this weekend is, is actually closer to 90 than not. So... I guess it's pretty much always given that the cool spells are going to fade away fairly quickly. But anything's an improvement over the last couple of months, don't you agree? Oh, man, anything at all. I'm just I'm ready for the new season, ready for uh, fall, ready to uh, smoke a little meat outside and build a fire and, you know, just kind of kind of enjoy the stars at night without sweating like a stuck pig <laughs> so does the fall weather inspire you and bev to plant anything in a fall garden yeah actually she's doing greens this year she's doing some cucumbers we're harvesting now let's see what else um i don't know if she's doing eggplant cauliflower uh something like that she got a couple of couple of greens going out there I'll go look at it when it's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember my dad. He was big time farmer as a kid. And so that carried over into his garden in the backyard. My dad always planted a brief, small garden in the, in the autumn. But for the life of me, I can't remember what he planted because I just was born to be a farmer. I didn't pay attention to those kinds of things. You know what I mean? You know, there's, there's something, if, you, if uh, those of you listening want to do something really simple, uh, you can plant lettuce, like even in a, in, a, in a big pail or planter in your backyard, and there's stuff called cut and come again. I'll repeat that. It's called cut and come again. Huh. And it's, uh, it's a really, a, it's a good lettuce. It's like a multicolored kind of lettuce, and you cut it, and it keeps growing back. And it's easy. I don't, even if you kill plants, <laughs> you can still grow this stuff and you can harvest it and eat it right off your uh, deck of your apartment or your backyard, you know, give it sun and water and just kind of look at it. But if you ever want to grow something you could actually eat, uh, that stuff's good. I like it. However, cooler temperatures often inspire other outdoor activities. One you mentioned a moment ago, grilling, smoking in the backyard. So have you done any of that lately? Really not. Um, I I really am aiming toward uh, uh, doing the steaks. You know, I use that Weber grill. I'll do a steak, a ribeye, or a fillet, or even salmon on that. But any, I haven't done any long term stuff for a while. I just haven't. I've got too many other projects going on to spend sixteen hours doing a brisket. I just haven't had the time. Well, you mentioned a moment ago that your cholesterol kind of went up, and and then you got it under control by not eating as much red meat. Is that right? Well, just, you know, kind of getting off my, uh, my butt and, and really thinking about what is eating more fish, chicken, more vegetables, uh, and actually eating, eating less. <laughs> I could sit down and I could eat three times what my wife eat. Yeah. You know, me too. And uh, yeah, I, I just had to get that. Cause he looked at me and said, Hmm, you better look at this. And, and so anyway, but I did Lipitor for, for six weeks and I hate that stuff. I don't, statins and I just, it. It is terrible. And uh, even though it's, it's really good for a lot of people, I haven't had a heart event or anything like that. But I just want to be, I'm going to go for thinner, flexible, and stronger rather than weighing 200 pounds. So I'm going to, I want to try to take down about 180, 182. 
So you mentioned that you don't like Lipitor. What is it about the drug that you don't like or that doesn't agree with you? Uh, it can cause, uh, for me, uh, muscle pain that isn't there, uh, joint pain. And that's that's typical uh, uh, take on, on Lipitor for people who can't. But there are different versions of, uh, of statins. There's I think, Crestor, there's Simvastat, and some of these other things. I just don't want to... I don't want my life to be a prescription anymore. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm working on. Just a healthy eating. I still, I'll still have meat. I'll still, you know, smoke and cook stuff outside. I just won't do it every day. Right. <laughs> well, you mentioned that you cut back on red meat, but that can't be easy for you because you and Bev purchased a whole cow, a, a butchered whole cow, we should say. Right. Uh, so how does that work? How do you, how do you actually buy a butchered whole cow? Well, first of all, you have a friend who raises them and say, I want one of those. And they put it on good feed and, uh, and, uh, good grain and not steroids and stuff. And then, um, I don't do grass fed, grass fed beef to me. I, I people rave about it, but I, I just don't like it. And, uh, then what you do is, uh, you have it delivered, you pay to have it delivered to a, uh, processing and they call you up and say, what do you want? How many steaks do you want? How do you want, how much hamburger do you want? Do you want your soup bones? Do you want all those things? And we said, yeah. So we wanted all of it. And, uh, but here's how you do less. I just don't eat a pound of beef at a time. I'll do six ounces instead of 16. That's kind of the difference. How does the price compare to buying beef uh, piecemeal at the grocery store? Well, these days, I would think it would be a, a huge, but also the cost of feed and animals have gone up to everything right now because of inflation and the lower, uh, our dollar is just worth less. Let's face it, they're printing so much money that the dollar isn't worth much, it's, uh, even less than it used to be worth. So uh, I would say that if there's a way you can do that, I think there's a thing called crowd cow. Huh. It's not cheap, but you know what you're buying. When you buy hamburger at a store, I'm just going to tell you, you're getting hamburger not just from one animal. You're getting hamburger from multiple animals, and that meat's been treated. I'm, I'm not some uh, geek about this. This is just over the years what I've learned. And when you buy from one animal, you know your hamburger comes from that one animal that was raised the way you know. So uh, as far as cost, I, I think that it's cheaper, especially for high-end beef. At least it was. Now, we haven't done one for this year. We're going to have an uh, animal put up starting in December for the next season. And uh, we'll, we'll see what the costs are then. But by and large, yeah, it's cheaper, especially for high-end beef. Well, I was going to ask you how the quality compares, but I think you've already answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a lot of freezer space? Well, there is that. Now, I did have to buy two freezers. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, we have run our mouths, and we have run out of time again. We, as a matter of fact, we made a career out of that, didn't we? Boy, did we ever, and we sure had fun doing it, didn't we? Yes, we did. I can't believe we're done already. But I will leave you with one small piece of advice, if I may. Yeah. If, in this life, you are faced with the quandary of fourth and two... Or third and ten, <laughs> just don't punt, okay? <laughs> uh, at least he admitted that he did wrong, you know? That's true. I love you, man. We'll talk football next week, okay? Hey, we better. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. I was about cooking something up for me.